Welcome to the Empath Rising Podcast, where we are healing from narcissistic abuse with human design, tarot, and astrology. I'm your host, Raven Scott. Make sure to share this podcast with a friend, spread the love, spread the light, and subscribe. You know, we all know the journey to healing from narcissistic and emotional abuse is a complex and challenging one. Many survivors seek solace and guidance in various approaches, including psychological therapy, support groups, and self-help techniques, and spirituality. One popular concept that has gained traction in the recent years is the law of attraction, which suggests that we attract similar energies to our lives. And I've had a couple guests speak on this throughout the podcast. While when I'm in the conversation with them, it sounds good, but if I really start to analyze it and think about outside of my own situation and other people's situations where they were born into abuse, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't seem to line up. It doesn't quite make sense. So while this concept can be empowering in some contexts, it can be highly detrimental when you yourself are listening and trying to find answers to the question of why. We all ask, why did this happen to me? And the law of attraction can take you down a very dark and guilt-ridden road when you're trying to heal from abuse. So part of our episode today is exploring why the law of attraction can be a toxic concept for you, dear empath, as a survivor of narcissistic abuse, of emotional abuse, of an alcoholic parent, of oppression, living in a religious oppression, uh, male-dominant society oppression, and more. So understanding the law of attraction, let's just recap and make sure that we have the correct definition. The law of attraction is a belief that the energy that you emit into the universe attracts similar energy back to you. It's often summarized by the adage, like attracts like. This concept has gained popularity through the books like The Secret and has been embraced by those seeking personal development and positive life changes. The idea is that by focusing on positive thoughts and emotions, you can manifest the outcomes you desire. But the problem is, This isn't always the case. You can't manifest yourself out of horrible parents, you know, abusive parents. You can't manifest yourself out of being prey of the predators, of the dark entities that is the narcissist or, yeah, abusive people. And while the law of attraction, it can be motivating and uplifting in various scenarios, it seems like it's the law for the privileged its application in the context of healing from narcissistic abuse is deeply problematic so let's explore why first of all it is victim blaming one of the key concerns when applying the law of attraction to abuse healing is the potential for the victim blaming 
you will automatically think, oh, well, I did something wrong and I attracted their bad energy. That must mean I have bad energy deep down in the root of my shadow. Like, no, you could be this bright, open-hearted, loving, light healer and the moth is being attracted to the flame. It could be just as simple as that. Sometimes we're searching for such a deep answer to our why that we forget and we completely ignore the real simplicity in front of us. And sometimes we don't always know the real answer. That's not actually our quest here is to know the why. Our quest is to heal and tap into our amazing energy. And this law of attraction suggests that survivors attracted their abusers due to their own negative energy. And this implication is really harmful. And for some reason, you start to feel like you're responsible for the abuse that you endured. But maybe you just were born into a shitty situation. Maybe you just were too naive and open-hearted and didn't realize the wolf in the sheep's clothing. That's it. As simple as that. Doesn't need to be any more complicated, any deeper. It's not going to erase the past once you find that answer. Trust me. I've tried so many different avenues of trying to find the answer of why. And, you know, the truth will always set you free, but that, that requires time. And that requires surrender and going, you know what? I don't know why. I just know it happened. And now I get to choose to rise up and move forward. But this perspective, if you're stuck in it, this is, I think, why so many times there's this victim stuck cycle. Is It completely disregards the manipulative tactics employed by the narcissist. I mean, you are not manipulative. Therefore, you're not attracting manipulative but the law of attraction states that so this is almost like a bit of the narcissist ploy you know when they make you feel like you're the narcissist even though you're not and you're questioning am i the narcissist the law of attraction can do the same thing for you on your healing journey and it's really really toxic and you you didn't attract their energy because you have bad energy they're just predators and they know that they can see weakness, right? They can smell blood a mile away. And you potentially had some weak chinks in your armor, either because you were not conscious or mindful, because you have wounds, just like everyone has wounds. Uh, and they're just, it, it minimizes the abuser's responsibility, which is number two, when we're like, oh, well, you know, I had something wrong inside of me. I did something wrong. I was weak. Like, I know I'm guilty of thinking that in my own healing process. And it's placing the focus on you, the survivor's energy, to shift the attention away from the abuser's actions and behavior when it simply is just, no, they did not take responsibility. They made the wrong choice. They went down the dark path. They were the predator. And all of a sudden, we're all paying attention to what we can do. Yes, it's what we can control, but we're not putting up certain boundaries or consequences and holding as a community, as a society, holding the abuser's actions responsible. For instance, I have a great tiny example of how this can microaggression happen in childhood. You can have a child, a girl, who is being chased by boys at school, you know, the grade level, school level. And, you know, you tell the girl, okay, well, stop running. And then the girl will say, well, if I stop running, 
then they like still taunt me and hang out around me and like make weird faces at me that doesn't really stop them from sending bad weird creepy vibes to you that's just now making you surrounded by them and why you know come to the you know go tell the teacher why is the teacher not scolding and reprimanding the boys and their behavior why is it always whoever is complaining and telling the teacher that they have to do something like this this is the micro stuff that really drives me crazy that then just keeps on going keeps on shifting and taking the energy away from the actual bad predators all the way up into adulthood and emotional abuse is about power it's about control it's about being able to make you feel something right that's control and not about the survivor's perceived energy. So blaming survivors for their abuse perpetrates a harmful cycle that allows abusers to avoid accountability and for everybody looking at the situation to avoid accountability. I just saw on Netflix, there's the Depp and the Herd trial up. It's a documentary. I'm so excited to watch it. It's gonna be fascinating. I have yet to still conclude which person was the predator the prey in that scenario um I really it was it just felt so triggering to me I wasn't really into it when it was actively on because I just like I don't know I can't pick a side I can't do this like I can't even handle this crazy mess that is out here on full display but it's it's it is what it is and this is a great example of what happens when we minimize responsibility And number three, this law of attraction is the invalidation of trauma. It invalidates your trauma if you're like, well, I I attracted this, so I deserve it, right? It's my fault. No. Survivors, you empaths of narcissistic abuse and emotional abuse, you often struggle with feelings of shame, guilt, and self-blame. Number one, from your automatic thoughts. Number three, from the actual perpetrator telling you. Number three, from society who isn't really you know, holding accountable these perpetrators. And then now you've got the spiritual world saying, oh, well, you attracted it. So now you have all the shame and guilt. And he's like, how do you heal from that? You can't heal when you're always feeling guilty because now the source that you're searching for or looking to is giving you blame. And it's propagating this idea that your energy attracted the abuse. And it really does worsen the feelings because you already feel so confused and just isolated and awful. So invalidating the real trauma that you've experienced is definitely one of the biggest problems with the law of attraction, speaking to this energy. Number four, there are so many complex dynamics of abuse. Emotional abuse is characterized by intricate manipulation tactics employed by the abuser, making it nearly impossible for the survivor to recognize the toxicity until it's too late. So blaming the survivors for attracting this type of predator and abuse, it oversimplifies this complex dynamic and it really isn't the truth it isn't you didn't attract the predator because you're a predator like i've said in the past in the podcast maybe the attraction was just that you were looked like a vulnerable weak lamb and the wolf was ready to strike and or 
and or yes both of those you were strong bright light and the moth who is weak and insecure was attracted to your flame i would say there's those are just two out of the millions of different complex scenarios of why different energy and personality dynamics attract so many different complexities but i do know that there is a common thread with most all of you who i've drawn your chart is that you almost all of you i'm not going to say all because there's a percentage of you that do not have an open will center but almost all maybe i'll call it 90 percent i'll need to pull the data 90 percent ish of you have an open will center just like myself and so you're amplifying the other person's will subconsciously this is a complex dynamic of interacting on the energetic level then you also may have an open solar plexus the emotional area of your chart that you are amplifying so when it's open you are more vulnerable to being conditioned to be swindled to be persuaded jump on someone else's bandwagon and that emotional solar plexus you're just more of an empath you are amplifying and feeling what the other person feels and you don't like the feeling so you do anything that you can even if it's a toxic behavior yourself you know not holding to your boundaries and people pleasing you'll do you'll do all that to get it out of your energetic body to not feel it so there's so many other complex dynamics regardless of just the basic predator prey to the emotional abuse tactics the manipulation the neglect the lies the gaslighting all of that on top of the energetic play right and then you're like then you're sucked in you're in too deep and now it's too late and you're really wrapped in this relationship of course you can get out of it but it's a lot more complex and difficult to get out and the last one of how the law of attraction can be toxic for you healing from narcissistic abuse is the disempowerment and the stigma. So applying the law of attraction to healing from abuse can create a sense of disempowerment for you because it suggests that you have the power to control your abuse experience through your thoughts, right? Thoughts become things, that's true so it doesn't quite line up if you're attracting like energy to like energy that means that you're thinking about being abused no like in your in the subconscious depths of your mind no still probably not it just is what it is and so this stigma of your thoughts control or that you can control your experiences through your thoughts is i think just too simple like it's a way more complex than that we can't control everything and that's a bit of a narcissistic type of idea that you can control everything that you can control your thoughts therefore that controls your future there's so much more at play that we don't know right that almost takes away the faith element that takes away the complexity of the unknown of the future and so many other dynamics and you can't control other people so other people are going to do unto you whatever the hell they want to do but if you can speak up and draw your boundaries and you 
teach people how to treat you. And if that means that they don't like it and they discard you, then that's their fault. That is not your fault. That is not something that you couldn't control and you failed. Like the outcome was never going to be a happy ending with that person. The outcome was always going to be they don't like the healthy dynamics of a boundary. They don't like to introspect and take responsibility. So therefore, you can't control them. So this law of attraction is saying that you can control the abuse experiences through your thoughts. It's BS because you can't control how the other person is treating you. You can only control what you tolerate in your life. And it's just so far from reality. So it's just another like spiritual bypassing type of like victim blaming lingo, which is really dangerous and it's not okay. You can form your reality by your choices, but not always by your thoughts. And you never, even on the subconscious level, would ever choose to form a reality that you're stuck in an abusive relationship. That just happened because the earth other person did not have good intentions and is weak, insecure, is an abuser, is a predator, just is what it is. And so again, moreover, it's stigmatizing you as a survivor is stigmatizing us making us feel as though we somehow invited the abuse into our lives and it's just not true so be careful with the information you're receiving out there on the social media especially or youtube about the law of attraction using it for good and positivity and healing but not allowing it to hurt you and make you feel more guilty shame and blame because healing from narcissistic abuse especially emotional abuse physical abuse sexual abuse it requires a compassionate and a holistic approach that centers around self-care boundaries your own finding your own strength your inner strength and truth therapy support and education and you can find that help through therapy with a therapist in the privacy of your own home through our sponsor, betterhelp.com. The link is in the show notes. Because survivors, we need to understand that we are not responsible for the abuse that we endured. And that our healing is not tied to the law of attraction. The law of attraction is just another concept, idea, and or tool to help your mind kind of get out of the victim mode, possibly, depending on how far deep in the rabbit hole, how toxic you get. It's supposed to help attract abundance and love and light. But it, it's just such a slippery slope. But then it's like, but on the other hand, if you apply the same things, then it's also attracting darkness and abuse and all this stuff, which just isn't true so maybe it's not the law of attraction that's bringing you love and abundance maybe it's just you and your light and your choices so while the law of attraction can be a valuable concept in certain life contexts applying it to healing from narcissistic abuse and emotional abuse i think personally is counterproductive and harmful survivors we need dear empaths to be empowered to recognize the manipulation tactics used by the abusers and to seek support without shouldering unwarranted blame. 
by dismantling the toxic myth that survivors attract abuse through our own energy, we can pave the way forward for a more empathic, inclusive, and effective healing journey. Thank you so much for investing in yourself today to become more empowered and listening and tuning into your own inner voice. Join our empath healing community for free and receive your free 10 day live narc free audio workshop. Grab your copy of the empath and the narcissist book, either on paperback, hardcover or audible and look out in your emails for the upcoming workbook coming out soon. You can dive deeper with me and get your free human design chart at in the pinned post on Instagram at Raven Scott Show, or you can purchase your full reading to ask me as many questions as you have about your chart. Don't forget to get professional help through our sponsor, BetterHelp. Get 10% off your first month by going to the link in the show notes and head on over to the episode page where you can subscribe to the blog and read even more. I have extra bonus information through the blog that you can read that I haven't talked about here on the podcast. So many ways to dive deeper with me and I really, really, truly, truly appreciate you. And I'm sending so much energy out to you for you to be empowered to your empath on your healing journey and in this next chapter of your life. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast if you have not yet already or just have, then just keep sharing it with a friend. And remember, always keep your unique light shining.